0: We're getting down to the business end of the Australian Open. We wrap up the round of 16 today. We need to pick some winners. We need to know what's fo- what's happening with the matches today. So let's check in with Steve Quick from Ace Previews. Find better tennis odds at Betfair Gamble. Responsibly call 1-800-858-858. Uh, Steve, good morning. Good morning. How are we going
1: today?
0: Very well. Is this the moment tonight for Alex Dimonor? He's one of those players that everyone in Australia loves. They respect him, but... Is this the chance for for him to get that big, big win that might see him go to the next level?
1: Absolutely. I think this is the this is the night for Demonor to make a statement. I, I think he's done a great job of, you know, he's almost flown under the radar a little bit through that first week with the likes of Cockenarchus and Popper and kind of commanding all of the attention. But he is playing some some really impressive tennis. Um, and you look through to the United Cup as well. I think that confidence boost from beating Rafa up. Um, up north was really beneficial for him. But I know I think this is the opportunity. He's obviously fit. He's firing. He's going to be able to extend points out, which is exactly what Novak doesn't really want in his current state of fitness. So I think this is a massive opportunity for for Alex.
0: How injured is Novak, do you think? There's always talk about sometimes he might play up the, the extent of his injuries. He's saying after every match, he's really worried about it. Is it hard to get a read on how serious his injury actually is?
1: Yeah, it is, and I think that's the case with you know a number of top tennis players over the years. And you know, Andy Murray comes to mind from from years gone by as well. Is that you never quite know what level they are at. Um, obviously, the best indicator is how they're moving and how they're pulling within points, and and not to kind of worry about, I guess, the you know the the dramatic look that can maybe come between points at times. So it, it is a little bit tricky to to find that gauge. But you know, if there wasn't an issue. I would be surprised, um, that, you know, if they were going to the length that they're going to with the strapping and with the um, with the medical timeouts and everything that's going on. So I think there is something going on there, but the, the extent of it, I, I don't think it is maybe as severe as, as what you know Novak's putting on between some of the points. But it, it is going to I think make for an, another interesting spectacle tonight. You know, with the the entire crowd is probably against Novak as well
0: couple of big five setters uh, yesterday and last night. Stefanos Tsitsipas getting over Yannick Sinner and Sebastian Korder, uh getting through uh, you know, 10-7 in that fifth set tie break. Um, just on Tsitsipas, how have you rated his tournament so far and uh, how impressive was that performance given that Sinner seemed to have all the momentum going into the fifth set? Yeah, it's been
1: an interesting week, I think, for Tsitsipas. This was probably his first... Big genuine test, you know, with, with Sinner last night, and I think at, at various stages when both players got on top or, or had the momentum, they were both, you know, playing like players that that knew that, you know, there weren't any of the big names left in their half of the draw, you know, that it, it's quarter and Hawkatch and, and Laheka that that are the three that are left in in this section. So I think they knew what was at stake, um, but I think you know, even going back a couple of years, you know, Tsitsipas probably drops that match and, and isn't able to kind of get that momentum back in the fifth set so I think it was a, a really strong response um, and, and a couple of uh, sloppy service games from Sinner in the in the fifth set was probably his undoing there.
0: We're speaking to Steve Quick from Ace Previews we spoke to you about Ben Shelton late last week he was playing Alexi Popperin and I don't think many Australians would know much about Ben Shelton we know who he is now he dismantled Alexi Popperin and now takes on JJ Wolf, which is Probably not a match many people thought would be a fourth round of an Australian Open.
1: No, absolutely. And I think it's it's a match that, you know, you, you would have seen, you know, potentially on the on the Challenger tour over in the US in the, the latter part of last year. But you know, that both players are playing incredibly well. I think, you know, when you look at Shelton, even with that win over Popper, and I think he's doubled his career prize money just in this week alone. So, you know, he's certainly come onto the scene in a big way, but both are, are very flashy players, both have a lot of power. And it's going to be really interesting, I think, over the best of five to see how these two match up and, and compare. I think they'll both be able to go on on little runs, I think, across the course of the match. But, look, I, I think when you, you look at it and, you know, just looking at the, the current odds, it looks like it's about a coin flip, which, which seems about right, I think, between these two. And it'll be interesting to see how they both handle the occasion.
0: Give us your thoughts on the match between Andre Rublev, the number five seed, and the number nine seed, uh, Holger Roon, who's a rising star in the sport. Who do you like in that one?
1: In that one, I like Holger Brune. I I think he is a little bit more dynamic than than Andre Rublev. So Rublev has has put together some strong performances this week. But I think, you know, his lack of a plan B, you know, he he does hit a hard ball off both wings. He he plays a very aggressive style. I just don't know if that's going to hold up over the best of five against um, against Holger here. I think, you know, we, we look back to... You know, even twelve months ago, Rune was playing here and and was cramping in third set matches, and um, you know it, it was a real struggle for him to physically get through any matches. But when we look now, fast forward, he, he's put forward to get you know he's put a very impressive twelve months together. He won the the ATP one thousand event in in Paris, beating Novak in a tight three setter. He's got all the tools now. He's got the confidence in his body. Um, I think this is going to be a a bit of a statement match. I think for for Holger Rune to really. You know, stamp himself at, at grand slam level to, to make that that next leap towards the, the top players.
0: On the women's side, I think we're all sort of shaping up for a quarterfinal between Coco Goff and Iga Swiatek. It's not going to happen. They're both out. It was interesting to hear uh, Swiatek talk yesterday about feeling the pressure, feeling the expectation of being the red-hot favourite in the tournament. How much did that result yesterday shock you? Yeah, look,
1: it was a shock. Um, I think in I think it was more so the ways that she lost that match in straight sets was probably the the more shocking part of it. Um, you know, right back in the, you know, one Wimbledon last year she she plays a very, very big game and you know, when, when everything's clicking for her, you know, it's very tough at the other end of the court to, you know, be able to come up with, with anything to really beat her. But I think it was the way that, you know, Shreotek, you know, got ahead in that second set. I think, you know, she she was up a break and handed it back pretty lazily, I think, through that, that first you know, a couple of games after after breaking serve. I think it's going to be an interesting to see how, you know, Sviatek handles the next couple of months. Obviously, she's far and away the top-ranked player, but it, it's going to be interesting with a lot of these power players who can really, you know, keep her on her toes and, and you know, unsettle her a little bit. I, I think it's going to be a... It's going to make for an interesting couple of months on the on the women's tour overall, but I'm, I'm really excited to see which player can take that next step up now in the second week, knowing that she's out of the draw, uh, to be able to, to you know take home a grand slam.
0: Yeah, so we've only got three of the top 10 seeds in the women left. Uh, Jessica Pagula, who won yesterday. Caroline Garcia, who plays tonight, the number uh, today, the number four seed. And also Anya Sabalenka, the number five seed. If you had to be putting your money on someone right now to win the tournament on the women's side, uh, given the top two seeds are gone, who would it be?
1: I think on the level that, that's been produced over the, the course of the tournament, I think Jessica Pegula is probably one to look at at the moment. I think her her next round will be against Victoria Azarenka who finished up, I think was just after 2am yeah. this morning on uh, on Rod Labour Arena. So I think that's probably the, the place to look, um, you know, out of those three plays in particular. But I think when you look to the, the bottom half, I think the winner of the Sabalenka-Belinda Bencic match is going to have a big say on the, the bottom half of the draw. I think that's, you know, almost worthy of a, a semi-final type matchup, but we're, we're getting it here, you know, a little earlier in the tournament. So, you know, if Sabalenka can continue to bring her best, I think she's, um, she's one to keep an eye on, but... You know, if I had to pick one out of those three, it would be Jessica Pabula at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's first up today on Rod Laver Arena. You were spot on late last week when we asked you what match you were looking at. Uh, you thought uh, Futrovic could really put Sinner under pressure early, which was exactly what happened. Sinner got uh, over the line in the end in, uh, in five sets. Uh, any other match today in particular you really like?
1: Uh, I'm interested to see how uh, Caroline Garcia goes against Magdalene Lynette. Um, I think Lynette's put in a, a really impressive tournament, beating a, a couple of big hitters in, in Contevade and Alexandrova more recently. So I'm curious to see how she goes against Caroline Garcia, who had a bit of a scare uh, in, in the last round. So I think that one might be a little bit closer than the, the current odds suggest. But otherwise, it's, it's all eyes on Alex demon or tonight. And to see, you know, I, I think if he can really snatch that first set and come out strong, um, I think he's a, a massive chance against Novak.
0: Just one more before I let you go, Steve. It was interesting to see... At the end of the Andy Murray-Roberto-Badista-Agut uh, match, that there, there didn't seem to be a lot of love between both players at the net. It, it appeared like Batista-Agut didn't like the fact that the crowd was all for Andy Murray. Is there history between those two? Is that normal for Agut to be quite a intense, fiery character? What do you make of the way that that sort of match unfolded? And as I said, there didn't seem to be much love at the net when the two shook hands.
1: Yeah, he can be a little bit tense and,
0: and fiery at times, and yeah, I, I think the
1: crowd support, which really, you know, was, was it was a very pro-Murray crowd, which, you know, you, you can't blame them based on what he's been able to produce, not just this week, but across his career at, at Melbourne Park. It, it is it is a little bit of a funny one. Obviously, these two have played, you know, a, a couple of times before. I think probably the most memorable one was uh, Bautista good defeating Andy Murray in, in 2019 in that match where... Um, the Australian Open tried to almost retire. I think it was Andy Murray with the, the farewell yes. video and and everything as he was off to have his hip surgery. So, look, they've had a lot of, of, of interesting battles over the over the time. But I think, you know, Bautista got the type of player who, you know, in a way, kind of feeds off that, that crowd negativity a little bit. So I, I don't think it worried him too much, but I think he was pretty glad to, to come away with the win at the end.
0: And he's back in action today against uh, Tommy Paul. Uh, Steve, thanks for your time. We'll uh, touch base again throughout the week.
1: Perfect. Thanks for having me on.
0: Steve Quick from Ace Previews. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.